Please don't talk about suppositories you right know, now. You know, now that you mention it, I think it's time. Oh I God. think it's time to talk about suppositories. Those can be used anally. Uh, okay, and welcome to the lasagna gotcha. Where we keep it real. <laughs> Where we keep it real. All okay. right. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yeah. That's one method, yes. Yes, our older loved ones do seem to like it. It's a much more gentle THC effect. It's not How as strong. How is that gentle? That's like what fraternity motherfuckers do. Do like, they? Yeah, for drinking alcohol <laughs> out of their butts and shit. Like, <laughs> turn it upside down and drink it out of fucking... What? Yeah. Like, what, oh, my or, gosh. Or drug addicts? I don't know. So I oh. knew somebody used to do something with... Well, anyway, yeah. The 80s was a hell of a time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am learning. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I remember hearing about people doing, like, blow up their butts. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have no interest. Lasagna Ganja Podcast. I am Mr. X to the Z Exhibit. And I'm your girl, Tammy, a.k.a. The Cannabis Cutie. Yes, and we are here with another episode. It is so fantastic to see you. How are you? I am doing so good. I'm good, getting high good. right now, which means yeah, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Yes. <laughs> no, um, so this episode is called What the Fuck Does That Mean? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I like it. There's terms and acronyms that are in cannabis that a lot of people, as we go through these episodes, they're going to be thrown around pretty quickly. We want to familiarize you guys with these terms mm-hmm. and frequently ask questions that are asked by people who may not know as much about cannabis as you do. Mm-hmm. Because I am very limited in my lot in my knowledge, <laughs> so you know I know if either is cannabis uh, that I like or I don't like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, this is a, a great episode to to tune into because we're going to give you these terms, right? And as you has that, you can use this as a glossary, mm-hmm. right? A way to know what we're talking about as we talk about different things in upcoming episodes. This is going to be a reference episode where you can come back to mm-hmm. and kind of be like, wait, what was an MSO again? Wait, right. what is rosin again? Right. Wait, what does this mean? So yeah. We're going to be a little bit of a glossary explaining what some of the common Mm -hmm. um, things are that people discuss in cannabis. That way you can watch the podcast and understand what we're talking about in our cannabis link. You can use this episode as a reference point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So let's jump right into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What right. the fuck does that mean? All right. What what <laughs> what questions do you have for me? <laughs> uh, okay, so there's different terms. I mean, let's just let's just start with the basics, mm-hmm. right? Let's start with um methods. Okay. Let's start with methods of cannabis use. All right. Consumption. And please don't methods. start with don't, please don't start with Suppositories? suppositories. Listen, yes. suppositories are great. We're going to talk about them in consumption methods, <laughs> but Christ. respectfully, I will start with something else. Please do. Please. <laughs> Most Please. common consumption method is going to be inhalation methods. Mm-hmm. Now, inhalation methods are not new to consuming medicine. In fact, people with asthma use inhalers. That's mm-hmm. one way or a breathing treatment. So inhalation methods are medicinal. One common one is smoking. You can mm-hmm. do that with a joint paper. You can do that with a hemp blunt, which is my preferred method, 
or you can do it with tobacco. Mm-hmm. You can also use glass, like a bong or a pipe. There's so many different ways. Some have used apples out of yes. necessity. Yeah, smoking out of a can. A can or yes. a two liter bottle. There's so many different ways, but mm-hmm. smoking is the most common. I prefer that method. Yeah, same. Yeah. You can stop when you've had enough. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite things about smoking. And then there's also vaping. That's another inhalation method. Right. Vaping is, it can be done with dry flour, dry herb, Mm -hmm. um, or it can be done in a concentrated form. Mm -hmm. So, Do you think there's a difference between smoking out of a bong and smoking out of a paper? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what's the difference for you? Um, One tastes like burnt paper to me. (laughs) (laughs) And the other one tastes so delicious as long as it's coming from clean glass and clean So which one did you say? Which one is which? Oh, gosh. The clean glass um, bong, you know, a nice, beautiful bong with with fresh water and a beautiful tasting flower that Mm. is loaded into that bong. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I agree. I agree. I come from the crack era. I, everything okay. is about crack for me. So, All right. 80s so baby. anything that requires a torch <laughs> is drugs. You doing right. drugs, buddy? Right. You, you know, come, I, but... I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not smoking out of a pipe. That's we, like we, we've come so far, though. Yeah, but nah. <laughs> well, okay. I, now, I, if, I... if you have to have more than five things to light what you're doing, that's drugs. Okay. I'll, I'll counter you with a Puffco. Okay. Yes, Puffco's are good. Right. Puffco's are good, but still, I, I'm good with Puffco. I'm just not good with the, the torch. Dabbering. Okay. Yes, so the torch is what you need for emails, dabs. Emails though, you can get a little thing that you put in your banger. It's still a glass it's a pipe. Yeah. It's, it's like setup. yo. It's like come on, man. I. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Your trauma. Yeah, I am. I am. I, I have. I, we already established that I have trauma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is just part of it. You know, mm-hmm. goddamn crack era, New Jack City. Mm. <laughs> Dang. Well, I hope one day you can look at it different. But yes, it's very common yes. for Gen no, X. Everything is not for everyone. <laughs> no, Gen X is hold like hold on. The glass is where I feel like yeah, I'm a crackhead. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. Historically, that's not the imagery. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I, I've seen a lot. I, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, so other consumption mes- methods that the terms might not be familiar with uh, w- with our audience. Okay, you have edibles. Now, mm-hmm. with smoking, you can stop when you're high. That's one of the benefits. Mm-hmm. With edibles, if you consume too much... You're on a you, ride, baby. Right, you might be done. You're on a ride. But it's not done, right. and that can be a really mm-hmm. not fun experience. So with edibles, they can be in... Most commonly, they're in like gummy form mm. or a brownie or some kind of confection. Yes. Um, there is savory edibles that do exist as well. There's mm-hmm. chips, there's crackers. Um, I just made some butter the other night. Okay, check you out. Go yeah. buy some so, something to, to match with it at the dispensary. But yeah, yeah, you can even buy butters now, ice creams. They mm-hmm. exist. So those are edibles. They also come in beverages. Yes. And now you can get the dry powder format and make your own beverages. Like they have like, like sugar. Like yeah. they have sweetened sugar out there. That wow, that's can, awesome. Yeah, or honey. So there's so many different ways to consume it as an edible, but it's important to know your number. Mm. So if you're going to try an edible, I highly suggest like 2.5 milligrams. If you don't feel anything, oh, that is okay. That's witty. No. Don't weenies. Listen, <laughs> come on. I know somebody that just did a 10 milligram for their first time uh-huh. and had a 
horrible experience. They should have yeah. started with 2.5. If you feel nothing, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, I always start with I have a high tolerance. Right. 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 So I've seen people eat a thousand milligram, you know, brownie when Corova was making those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love that. those things. But yeah, um, yeah I, I wouldn't say start there. Listen, the thing is, there's so much pride out there when it's yeah. like, man, I could do 50 milligrams. Uh -huh. It's like, no, you can't. Yeah, no. This is not anything that you want to play with. And then no. if you have a freak out or end up in the hospital, you just don't want to do it. Yeah, start don't, with don't 2. be that guy. 5. Yeah, you know? start there. Yeah. If you feel nothing, that's fine. Try again tomorrow with five milligrams. Mm -hmm. Work up in 2.5 milligram right. increments. I wouldn't suggest start at five because some people have had bad reactions to that. Wow. Gotta get your bars up. Yeah. yeah, and don't don't try to be tougher than the edible. You like, <laughs> don't like just just ease your way into it, and then once you know your number, boom, right? Then you're good to go. But I mean, there's there's people that are taking it to the extremes. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, the dab thing is pretty crazy, which takes us into our our next outside of usage, and some of the the actual forms mm -hmm. that THC can be presented in yeah. outside of flour, which is concentrates. Concentrates. Yeah. yeah. So for me, how I select my concentrates, which I only smoke out of a Puffco, mm. um, I'm going to go with your live rosins versus your resins. Okay. What's the difference between a rosin and a resin? So it's pretty much just different extraction methods. Mm -hmm. So your resins are going to be extracted with like a butane. So yes. butane hash oil, for example, BHO, mm -hmm. if you've ever heard of that. I try not to mess with anything that is resin because then they're also going to dis go. It's going to go through a distillation process. I don't want to deal with any of that because it makes me feel so nauseous. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think about this new wave of cannabis hyperemesis syndrome, if you've ever heard of it. I have not. Explain. Okay. So cannabis hyperemesis syndrome is this really disgusting syndrome that once a person consumes cannabis, it's like cyclical vom vomiting for like Ooh. 24 to 72 hours. Ooh. And the only thing that will give you relief is like a hot shower or a hot bath. Wow. Yeah. And it's like this new thing because look at Jamaica. That's not an issue there. Like look right. at, you know, Snoop Dogg and right. <laughs> Willie Nelson, Cheech and Chong. Like um, this is some new thing. And I really honestly believe that maybe some of these chemicals that are spilling over into the product could be affecting our endocannabinoid systems and mm. creating, you know. Havoc. Yeah. Yeah. Damage. A lot of people, you know, I am an advocate for people to buy legally. That because legal cannabis is thoroughly tested, mm -hmm. it has to go through a system that mm -hmm. is thoroughly checked. Yeah, and you know what you're getting on the package when you when you buy from the black market, even though it may be cheap, they don't take the same steps that is right. taken in legal cannabis in order to make sure ensure its safety as you are consuming something into your body. Yeah, for sure, and I mean. Even the legal companies, like we really don't have long term information on what some of these chemicals are doing to our bodies. Correct. Even with edibles, like there's full spectrum edibles and then there's like nanocannabinoids. Yeah, you know, edibles. Yeah. So I always suggest to go for full spectrum, full plant, whole plant as mm. much as you can and kind of stay away from, again, the chemicals. I'm always going to go in that direction. Um, but with the concentrates with rosin, it's different. It's just heat and pressure, really. It's frozen cannabis, flash frozen after it's harvested. Right. Um, heat and pressure is applied to it. It's agitated with in, in an ice bath sometimes. And that is going to be your product. It is. It is. Free. Okay. And I have to play devil's advocate because yeah. it, the yield that you get from 
rosin mm-hmm. outside of you know um the the other forms of uh harvesting the plant and making these concentrates is night and day mm-hmm. you know you can make distillate all day long with yeah. very with very little you know effort yeah um to get r- rosin is very pure it's a very pure product yeah. But I mean, it's the yield is very small. Correct. So you have to use a lot, a lot, a lot of cannabis to get a little bit of rosin. Yeah, which is why it can be a bit pricey whenever you are purchasing rosin. But I think it's worth it. There's some really beautiful tasting rosin out there. And if you're really like a a concentrate person, you can buy your own rosin press for they have like small at home rosin presses Mm -hmm. that you can purchase. And I've seen some really interesting techniques of how people do it on YouTube as well. Absolutely, it's out there. Yeah, you know, but for the person that's balancing diapers, yeah, Mickey D's and a yeah. light bill, mm. they may want something a little, you know, yeah. a, a little then more maybe, economical. You know, resin. Yeah. There's some good resin companies out there, but I, yeah, I a flower girl. Yeah, at the end of the day, there it is. Yeah, there mm-hmm. it is. So flower, flower, flower. We dealt with uh, concentrates, and there's a gel caps out there. There's, you know, we talked about edibles. What are we missing here as far as as far as the terminology of what's there? Topicals. Yes. Topicals are going to be um, so your skin is an organ and mm-hmm. your skin does have receptors mm-hmm. um, that communicate with the plant through that endocannabinoid system we spoke about in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. And you can use topicals for pain relief. So muscle soreness, aches and pains, swelling, it's going to be a really good anti-inflammatory. And you can also get transdermal patches that you put on your wrist, and that's going to also put cannabinoids within your body going straight to the bloodstream. There's, with a, these really, patches. there's a really great topical from Buddies mm-hmm. called Fire and Ice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had that before. It, it actually works. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of stuff out there that it's like, ah, I feel a little something. No, mm-hmm. you know this is working. Yeah. Right. Um, I used to buy it for my grandmother before she passed. Okay. We started out with the uh, well, one of the other ones. It had the wooden top on it. What is it? It sounds like Bartles and James, mm-hmm. but it's you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it Papa was, and Barkley. Yes, Papa yeah. and Barkley. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. I said. That's an amazing yeah. topical brand. Yeah. Right. Right. I I started with that, and she went through that. I found that and had her try it, and it it worked a little better. So okay. Yeah, fire and ice works on a topical. I can attest to that, that, you know, it worked for someone I love very deeply. Yeah, absolutely. So topicals are are incredible, especially for our elderly loved ones. Mm -hmm. Um, Transdermal, again, it's going to go straight to the bloodstream, um, depending on your placement. And then similar to going straight to the bloodstream would be a sublingual, Mm. which is taking a tincture. Um, which is an oil product that comes in a dropper and placing it under your tongue and holding it there for a minute to two or as long as you can. Yeah. Um, and that'll bypass your liver because mm-hmm. edibles take time because you have to digest them and right. it has to go through your lip every there's a whole process, which is why sometimes your edibles can take forever to kick in. So yeah. with a tincture, it's going to bypass all of that. So that's one of the cool things about transdermal and sublingual. Yeah, I, I I fuck with I fuck with edibles. I love it. You know what you I'm do. saying? What's yeah. your number? Uh, what do you mean? Like how many milligrams? I do could you... do a hundred easy. Okay, so you, okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I have a high tolerance. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but I also I also like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like being you know I very intense 
environment yeah. where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? We're dealing with music, travel, shows, you know, the, it's it's divorce, all type of shit happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pretty intense. So when yeah. I get to be able to relax and, you know, take some time, when I take my breaths, the edible kind of like gets me in a place where I can get off that merry-go-round for a second. Intentionality. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. a great. Okay. That's a big number. Mm-hmm. I don't like to go past 50. I pretty much hang around 20. Yeah. But 50 is like my absolute. I don't want to Well, you also to p- like 100 pounds. So, you know what I'm saying? Like <sighs> Muscle is denser <laughs> than fat. I'm not 100 pounds. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I got, I yeah. got a big body right now. So, uh, it takes a minute for my shit to move around. Oh, no, you look great. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um. What's another consumption method? Um, Please don't talk about suppositories right now. Now that you mention it, I think it's time. I think it's time to talk about suppositories. Those can be used anally. Uh, Okay, and welcome to the lasagna gotcha. Where we keep it real. (laughs) Where we keep it real. All right. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, that's one method, yes. Yes, our older loved ones do seem to like it. It's a much more gentle THC effect. It's not as strong. How is that gentle? That's like what fraternity motherfuckers do. Do they? Yeah, fucking drinking alcohol out of their butts and shit. Like, (laughs) turn it upside down and drink it out of fucking... What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Or drug addicts. I don't know. I know somebody used to do something with... Anyway, yeah. The 80s is a hell of a time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I am learning. (laughs) Yeah, I I think I remember hearing about people doing, like, blow up their butts. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have no interest. Yeah, I think when their nose cartilage runs out, then they have to start doing it a different way. Oh, at that point, it's just like, <laughs> do we can keep continuing down this path? Um, okay. Hey, uh, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Well, uh, clearly. Um, but the suppositories, older crowds do like them. Um, and they're great for women with cramps. A lot of women oh, use wow. them. Mm-hmm. That and, might be an angle. Yeah. Now, yeah. That angle is a little more, well, I don't know. I don't know. I just can't see what company makes suppositories and where. where Foria. Really? And they're marketed for sex. And if oh, you read the, the reviews, fuck? no, if you read the reviews, the reviews for these suppositories are mind blowing. It's like okay, they suppositor- had a great time. Wait, okay, so mm-hmm. what? Okay, I'm. I'm. I, Cannabis I'm, is an aphrodisiac as well. I'm gonna kill myself for asking you this question. Okay. But how, because I'm I'm a newbie here, what, mm-hmm. what do you, you need suppositories for sex for? I mean, if it gets you aroused, people do say that they smoke weed and get really horny. Mm. And that's a really fun way to play with it and, uh, get, you know, get things going. Okay. Aphrodisiac. Yeah, just stick some weed up your ass. and There you go. Hey. And now you're. Better than blow. Now, oh, wow. Is it? I think so. I don't feel like it's going to wreck your butthole. (laughs) Come on. Okay. All right. See, the way that cocaine might. All right. Let's take a commercial break. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Shit's going off the rails. Uh, We're going straight to commercial after this. (laughs) Jesus Christ. We're back on the Lasagna Ganja podcast. I'm Mr. X to the Z exhibit. And I'm your girl, Tammy, a.k.a. The Cannabis Cutie. And we are talking about definitions and facts. All right. Frequently asked questions in cannabis. Mm-hmm. Went through some funny stuff. 
having fun with this. How about you? I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's get into some frequently asked questions. Mm-hmm. Um, things that are coming in from our listeners, people who may be new to, to cannabis, people who may be new to the concept or the thought of experimenting with cannabis and are, you know, diehard, you know, I'm smoking seven grams in one dab <laughs> listeners. Yes. They're out there. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to everybody who's out there. I didn't mean to disrespect your craft. I I respect the dabbers. I just <laughs> just not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the to the dabbers, to yes. the hash heads. Yes, and the suppository users. Yes, I'm telling you, there's a demographic. You have- <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going down that road again. I just, I just, I know you're passionate about that. Mm-hmm. We'll get a brand for you. <laughs> for the ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it in the CBS. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, so let's hit us off with some some frequently asked questions. I, I know, I know, we have a list. Let's get into it. Okay, so people are always confused. What's the difference between marijuana? Cannabis and hemp. Mm. Do you know the difference? Uh, marijuana and cannabis are the same. Okay. Yes. Hemp is different. How? It okay. doesn't have the same uh, THC molecules. Right. Or or, or content. Content. Yeah. yeah. You know, nobody said I was a scientist, <laughs> but I know the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> it doesn't have the same properties as a cannabis plant. Right. Okay, so that's pretty much it. So hemp would be a legal term. Mm -hmm. So the legal definition of hemp is it's a cannabis plant with less than 0.3% THC. Correct. Now they're thinking about moving that threshold to a half a percent. Mm. So now hemp, you know, if it's above 0.3%, it's a cannabis plant. It's a Mm. marijuana plant, but below it, it's hemp. So it's just a legal definition. And that is why um, police officer, the canine dogs, why they can't tell the difference between a hemp plant and a cannabis plant is because THC does not have a scent. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a fun fact right there. Yeah. So yeah. that they're all one thing. They just, you know, have different designations based upon the Okay, that you bring up a good point. So since THC doesn't have a scent, when people smell weed, they're smelling the terpenes. What is yes. a terpene and how does it connect with THC and why is it, why do people add terpenes into things? Okay, so terpenes are aromatic compounds found throughout nature. So mm. they're on fruits, flowers. You can find them in cosmetics, soaps, lotions, cleaning supplies, uh, limonene, linalool. These are some common terpenes. Mm-hmm. Linalool produces the lavender scent. Limonene is going to be your lemons. So terpenes are going to give you a different kind of feel. So sometimes you'll have um, to the trained nose, you'll have a cannabis flower that smells like oranges. Mm. And when I say flower, I mean the nugs and the buds. So it'll smell like oranges. And that's because it has terpenes that are going to be orangey and then sometimes it'll smell earthy Mm. or it'll smell peppery even (laughs) um so many different scents and those are going to be based on the terpenes and that smell is going to pay attention to that smell and how you react Mm. for some reason citrusy flower makes a really large subset of group of people not like citrusy cannabis and i'm part of that group of people because Mm. sometimes it makes me feel my heart race I feel a bit paranoid or nauseous, like I'm going to faint really hot. I just don't react well to it. So Mm. I just have known to stay away from those, what we would call cultivars, which Mm. are different strains. Right, right. Well, I I like it all. 
You okay. Know, I, see, you know, <laughs> bring that shit in. All of it. You yeah, like the citrus, the lemon. Yeah, I the, love all that gazzy. shit. Gas, all that. Yeah, I yeah. like a gazzy strain. That's because I, favorite. I'm used to rolling things in like backwoods, like yeah. like uh, I like to roll a blunt. Mm-hmm. You know, still, and so you know, like. It, I don't. I used to break it down. Now I just throw the whole bud in there. It's just yeah. like it burns. Like, you <laughs> so know. you do a split. Yeah, I do where a big it's half split. tobacco, half weed. No, I don't like to. They do that in Europe a lot. Okay. When I first went to Europe, it was like they were like, "Do you want to smoke a joint?" And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, man." And they would just mix their stuff with tobacco, and I'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, it's you like um, popular in Rastafarian culture. Yes, so yes. Yeah. But I prefer like rolling in a cigar, mm-hmm. like a natural tobacco leaf. Okay. And then you know, like it's uh, that's that's my go-to. But yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I love it. Yeah. Okay. So frequently asked questions we're talking about on the Lasagna Gancha podcast. Um, hit me with another one. Okay. Can you fly? With cannabis. Oh, I, I was about to say, can you fly? I don't know. <laughs> no, with cannabis. We, can we you gotta fly? get some uh ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Oh man. Um, so flying with it technically under federal, it's under Fly, flying through airports. Yeah, guys. through We're airports. We're not talking about that yeah. High. yeah. On an airplane. Yeah. Um, technically it's federal jurisdiction mm-hmm. when you fly and cannabis is federally illegal. So the answer would be no. That being said, I don't think TSA cares about anybody's drugs. I really think that they're more worried about the guns and things like, Correct. you know, and the bombs. Correct. Now, <laughs> they made an announcement. I'm not sure how this played out or or how people are moving on it. Mm-hmm. But if you're going state to state where cannabis is legal, I don't think they trip that much. Yeah. I think they put like a... They, there was an announcement from LAX that you said that you could actually... Travel with a certain amount. An ounce. An ounce. Up to an ounce. Right. Correct. Which trips me the fuck out. I mean. Right. I mean, you're not going to stop it. It's really, again, if you're getting to a state that's illegal, you want to be careful. Hmm. But also be smart. Like, why would you put it under the plane? <laughs> and then even if you don't get caught by the police, it's going to get stolen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't report it missing. People going to smell it. People going to smell it. <laughs> you can't report that missing. It's gone. Yeah. So, so the official answer is no. Yeah. But don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. There you go. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Another frequently asked. Wait, wait, wait. How hard do those TSA agents go? They go hard. You know, I know people who have gotten caught with weed. And yeah. usually what happens is they'll call the police. The police just kind of, and this is out of LAX, they just mm-hmm. check and make sure you have, you know, no more than what's legally right. allowed, that you don't look like you're trafficking. Right. Yeah. And then they're just kind of like, you know. Yeah. I, I went through LAX one time. Mm-hmm. I was just coming from, uh, I think, Zolympics. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Green Wolf, yeah. everybody out there. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Great event. Zolympics was great. I had my goodie bag, bunch of shit in it. I was late for a flight. I just brought it in, checked it in, went through the the TSA guy knew, you know, what was going on. He looked in the bag. He's like, oh, I got to call the police to make sure. I know you can do this, and do it, but it's just my job. I was like, yeah, go ahead. So the guy comes over, he looks at it, cops looks at it, they, you know, he looked at all the numbers, made sure it wasn't over a certain amount, he let me go through. Yeah. It was no big deal. Yeah, that's usually how it goes down. They're mm-hmm. not trying to make, ruin your day or anything. You just yeah, can't no. be Shout like out to LAPD, obvious... shout out to airport police, shout out TSA, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. all good. Yeah, so just be, be smart at least leaving LA. And then, again, don't go into a state like 
Mississippi where they might not be happy about you Kentucky in LA. Ooh, yeah. That go to that Bible belt, boy. Yeah, be Ooh. careful. Be careful. They coming through. Mm-hmm. Another frequently asked question. Yes, Let's yes. see what we have. Yeah. What the caller said. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between CBD and THC? I think it's the same as like the way I look at hemp and cannabis. Okay. I mean, CBD is like water. And Pretendica. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> what, what are you doing? Like, no. don't even do it. Yeah, no. Okay. Don't even do it. Just why don't you just drink some water? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, if you're gonna, if you, it's not the same thing as THC. THC is the real deal. Mm-hmm. That's gasoline, and mm-hmm. the other stuff is you know, water. Okay. So yeah, THC is going to be intoxicating, whereas mm-hmm. CBD is not going to be intoxicating. doesn't have, it's just like, what are you doing? Well, it can, it it's does. It's like drinking non-alcoholic beer. Well, there is benefits. It's just, Man. you're not going to be intoxicated. That's, that's the only downside, but you'll get all the benefits. Um, it has a very good, it does a very good job at promoting a better mood, yeah. um, helping with sleep. Some people it helps with sleep and other people it helps with energy you just have to know how it's going to impact you. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that's hard to figure out, but so many people love CBD and it's actually a really great cannabinoid to throw into the mix when you're consuming This is a CBD perfect place THC. to use the word bah humbug. Uh, I know. <laughs> as Delta 9 fans, but CBD does deserve its glory. I think it yes. absolutely, it absolutely helps it's good. a lot of people change their minds about cannabis. It's good for your pets. It's good for your pets. <laughs> It's good for your immunity. It's good for depression. It's oh, okay. good for a lot of things. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I just, yeah, I'm just a big fan of THC. Yes, Delta yeah. Nine is. Well, the CBD is great. Don't let don't, don't let me stir you in the wrong Correct. direction. Yes, it's good. It's CBD good. is great. I mean, um, it's even safe for your pets and for children. Yes. I mean, giving kids methamphetamines, <clears throat> Adderall is insane. Mm. Um. <laughs> Um, or amphetamine salts, whatever it is. But I think CBD is definitely promising with helping our children with a lot of the things that they deal with. So I really hope that we look more into CBD as kind of a supplement for children or for just like aches and pains or, you know, a tummy ache or whatever Mm. for in place of amphetamine salts. Mm. So... Yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see what products get on the shelves in the next ten years. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's yeah. it's gonna be incredible as long as we can deschedule the plant. Yeah. That's another thing. What is drug scheduling? Why is cannabis illegal? Do you know hmm. any, anything? Because I mean, like everything else, they haven't figured out how to tax it yet. They haven't figured out how to benefit. Yeah, right. Only the people are benefiting. Man, I, yeah, give us one. <sighs> give us one thing. Right. You know. Right. So drug scheduling, all drugs sit on a schedule, a list of drugs and schedule one is like the worst of the worst down to schedule five, which is a bit more benign. Schedule one is going to be your psilocybin, your LSD, (laughs) cannabis. I think I wonder, did cocaine get moved to schedule two? We need to look that up. I don't know. I don't know. Let's look it up. Yeah, let's look it up. But um, basically all pharmaceuticals that actually can kill you will be schedule two and below. And that's because they just wanted to have like a firewall. Well, because they make them. Yeah, they want a firewall between recreational drugs and their drugs. Even though cannabis cannot kill you, they still have it as a dangerous, no medical accepted use and um, a high abuse 
potential of abuse is where it sits and drug scheduling. That's another frequently asked question. Can you get addicted to marijuana? Oh, you know, addicted like cigarettes? Addicted? Not in that kind of sense. Mm. But you can have an addictive, habitual relationship with the plant. The same way that some people can be addicted to food or be addicted to working out or addicted to work or addicted to people Mm. or a bad relationship. Ooh. So. Addicted to people. What is that called? Yeah, that's that's called codependency, I think. Oh, yeah, that, you're yeah. right. You know that. You know that. I'm like, ooh, I don't have that. Yeah, so you can... I'm the opposite. You can get us... I have the antidote. <laughs> There's a psychological addiction that absolutely can occur, which is why intentionality with your use is important. Like, why am I consuming right now? Is it because I need to relax? Is it because I want to be creative? Mm. Because I want to go into a social setting? I want to enjoy this food, whatever it is, be intentional. That way you do make sure that your relationship with the plant is a positive one and not just a mindless consumption. I'm going to smoke it because it's there. Right. Mm -hmm. I like to smoke it because it's there. Well, just as long (laughs) as your vibes are high when you spark up, because there's nothing um, worse than feeling really bad and then getting high and feeling worse. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's because you're thinking about that thing that's making you feel bad and that plant i mean with psilocybin we know that mm. you've got to be your set and setting have to be a one mm-hmm. before you take a trip right. or else it, it could be a bad trip and not enough people give that respect to the cannabis plant mm. and people who get anxious and paranoid you need to be very wary of your set and setting with this plant as well mm. it is very powerful mm-hmm. um so making sure that you're in a good headspace and that you're in a good environment so that when you do consume you feel okay yeah yeah, yeah. intentionality yeah. Understood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, frequently asked questions today on Lasagna Ganja podcast. Yeah. I've, I've heard some pretty stupid questions about <laughs> marijuana. There's no such thing as a stupid Absolutely question. Absolutely it is. There's <laughs> 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 some pretty stupid questions about marijuana. Okay. Is marijuana a gateway drug to harder drugs? Ooh, the research shows that the gateway drug or the yeah the gateway drug to other harder drugs is alcohol yeah <laughs> like that that is what it is yeah. <laughs> yes. and in fact there are a lot of people who can attribute to cannabis being an exit drug yeah that's what they call the spirits of, yeah let's be clear here yeah you know spirits alcohol you know it lowers your inhibitions yes you know Mm-hmm. You've done a lot of dumb shit off alcohol. Mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's on DVD somewhere. Yeah. It can be looked up. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I, I this amazing statistics show alcohol is the gateway drug to yes. harder drugs. Yes. You know, I think with cannabis, it's again, it falls into the same reason why it's in schedule one. Uh, it makes no sense to say that, oh, I smoked weed, so now I'm banging eight balls of fucking heroin. No, there's like no desire in me yeah, that yeah, wants yeah. to Make go. Maybe we get a pizza. <laughs> I do know? not want to feel the way that cocaine makes people look. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't want to know. And I know they don't want to like be addicted to it, but yeah. like you can absolutely develop a dependency to things like that. And mm. it's so harmful. And like, 
most potheads that we know are pretty harmless. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're yeah. not going to do much. Yeah, you they're not. They're yeah. not that problematic. They may have. Now they could be lazy. Now that's yes. a question: Does cannabis make you lazy? I think a lazy person who smokes weed becomes much lazier. I think that's yeah, what happens. Yeah. It's like, like money. It just enhances who you are. Right. But of all the millionaires and even billionaires and successful people that you know, how many of them smoke weed? Yeah, and microdose. All of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of them. I feel like. Like drug users are some of the most successful people on the yes. planet. If we're being honest, like look at your your famous friends, they are consuming and intoxicating with something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so cannabis can make you lazy if you're already lazy. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that it's the cause of the laziness. No. I think no, that's you know, just in you, buddy. Yeah, that's just that. <laughs> that's you, just who you are. It's in your DNA. Did you know there's a couch potato gene? What? Yes. What's it called? I don't know the name of the gene, but yeah. I saw the study and I was like, that sucks because you probably get told you're lazy and it's not even your fault. Damn. <laughs> I've been cl clinically diagnosed. Gen genetically disposed yeah. to not doing shit. That yeah. sucks. Don't you, hey, listen, if you're listening, <laughs> let's find out what the term is, send it to us so we can break it down. We're going to yeah. start sending you guys some excuses. Yeah, imagine that person smoking. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh my yeah, God. poster child for never to use this product. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Okay, so look, so that leads us to another frequently asked question. Why does smoking or consuming cannabis give you the munchies? Ooh, that's just um a byproduct because so we have this thing called the endocannabinoid system mm. and it's a system in our body that governs all the other systems mm. and its whole purpose is to keep everything in balance that's all it wants to do is to keep everything in balance and cannabis is part of that puzzle that mm -hmm. helps do that and um hunger is going to be ruled by this system as well so why does it specifically make you hungry though it, get, it doesn't make you thirst. well cotton mouth it does make you thirsty yeah yeah but you know everything tastes great yeah but i mean it makes everything like your average like you eat a sandwich then you smoke a joint and it's like oh fuck this is fucking amazing yeah like, why does it affect that and so why does it make it so good the easiest way to understand it is just, you know, so there are cannabinoids that are going to induce hunger. There's they're just going to play on those chemicals that are going to make you want to eat. And then there's going to be ones that suppress it. Mm. So it's an either or just like I said, CBD gives some people energy and makes some sleepy. Mm. It's an either or type of thing for some people. They don't really get the munchies. And for others, it's like their stomach has no bottom to right, it. Right. Right. Yeah. It's numb. Right. <laughs> right. So why, why does that happen, though? It's because THC makes you think you're hungry even when you're not, is the answer. That's it? <laughs> no, no there's got to be a better... <laughs> That's, this is what Google will tell you right now. Yeah. This, the next one says, by binding to the receptors in the olfactory bulb in the brain, THC appears to enhance our sensitivity to smell, which would make aromas from food more potent, mm. which would then make us probably hungry. Yeah, but the craving, I mean, you, you don't usually have the food in front of you. Mm -hmm. You just automatically start thinking of food and be like, fuck, let's order some fucking... Yeah, well, the it um, CB1 receptors can be found in the basal ganglia, where mm. it may enhance eating pleasure, the mm. limbic form brain, where it may enhance food palatability, the stomach and small intestine, which regulate an appetite-stimulating hormone, mm. and the hypothalamus and rhombencephalon. I'm not a neurologist. Yes. <laughs> I, do, I do apologize to my um, neurologist who hey, are Hey, don't worry about it. They know what the fuck at... you're talking about. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a lot of different parts in the brain that 
um, are going to hit it. But that's just a very well-known side effect of THC is hunger. It's going to induce hunger. Good, good. I like that. Yeah, um, which shout is out really good munchies. for people who need to eat, people with cancer who can't eat because the yes. chemo sucks or people yes. who are taking really strong medicine, like people with AIDS who can't eat either. So mm. that's that's a huge benefit Absolutely. for people. Shout out to Snoop Dogg. He's got that munchy box over there, Jack in the Box. Oh, does he? I need to get that. Oh, man. It, they, that, that would, <laughs> shout out to Jack in the Box. Boom. You know, I like, we're not munchies. getting sponsored by them. We're nothing. This is just like, yo, we got to give give flowers what flowers to do. Mm -hmm. They are literally promoting to a cannabis-friendly audience, calling yes. it the Munchy Box, having Snoop Dogg. We know what you mean. Listen. They're getting close to the line. They're getting closest to the line as anybody I've ever seen. So shout out the marketing department at Jack in the Box. You guys are fucking killing it right on. Not even that. Like being honest about your clientele. Based upon that menu, you are calling all stoners. You've got breakfast food. You've got desserts. You've got over-seasoned fries like I like them. Some you got burgers. You got chickens. You got you got <laughs> mini tacos. Like yeah. I can go get everything that I want when I have the munchies like yeah. in one place yeah. at 2 o'clock in the yeah. morning. But to have Snoop Dogg there solidifies like yo we're talking to you we see you thank you thank you jack in the box you fucking amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah so weed gives you the munchies but there are cannabinoids thcv is very common for doing the opposite it mm. suppresses appetite so for people who maybe are looking for more natural weight loss mm -hmm. method that could be one but again you have to see how these products affect you on a day-to-day -day basis can you still get things done? It's going to differ person to person. It's up to you. Yeah, it's, yeah it's on everybody's you. different. Yeah, everybody's, mm -hmm. everybody's different. Okay, a common question I know, can you overdose? No. No. You cannot. You can't. You can't. It's not really possible. They had a, a monkey study where this monkey overdosed, but they really just suffocated him with a gas mask and said it was the weed that killed him. It's so sad. <laughs> Why are we laughing? <laughs> it's not. That's just so bad. It's so sad. Yo, we're not with the Pete is gonna fucking kill us. Oh like, my we're God. not laughing it's at not, the monkey. No, R.I.P. monkey. We're, it was man, so messed I just up. Had the vision of the monkey in the gas mask and it fucked me up. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm not insensitive. Like, calm yeah. down, calm down. It was fucking yes. funny. But how <laughs> like how pharmaceutical um, how people overdose on pharmaceuticals is so our brainstem is what controls automatic behaviors, mm. blinking, breathing. And then when the brainstem is paralyzed from like the pharmaceuticals, mm -hmm. then those automatic behaviors just stop. Wow. So that's how people can overdose, because if they throw up, they're not automatically choking, suffocate in that way, or they just stop breathing. And then that automatic thing that makes them breathe mm. is, is paralyzed and then they pass away. Wow. Yeah. So um, cannabis, it can't get into the brainstem. There's no receptors in the brainstem. It's mm. too big of a of a molecule to get there. Awesome. Yeah. So have at it, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, uh, take it to the limit. You know, <laughs> I don't know if that's the best advice either. Yo, yo, yo just like looks it. You gotta find just like you gotta drive a car fast. You gotta test the limits on a car. Okay. My experience with cannabis has been that it's always been a quest for more. You know, yeah. faster, bigger, louder. Yeah. You know, let's and I know where my limits are now. You know, and, and but I'd rather know where the ceiling is <laughs> than not. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Just make sure you're in a safe place with, yeah. with good people. Yeah. And prepare for naps. 
I think that's the worst <laughs> side effect is you're going to fall asleep. You're going to eat a gang of shit and go to sleep. Right. Also have a lot of snacks before you oh, yeah. start this Get quest. prepared. Yes. Get prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we should do a cookbook. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you cook? I cook a lot. Really? Absolutely. Wow. I know how to make a, my grandmother did me good. She taught me how to t- how to make a Thanksgiving dinner from scratch. Mm. You know, I like I love being able to cook. So Okay. Um a cookbook might be in order. Lasagna cookbook? I know how to make the best lasagna. I haven't seen it. I don't believe you. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to start I'm going to start banging it out though. All that might right. be a good idea. Lasagna yeah. on the lasagna ganja. The That's lasagna the best ganja idea. book of recipes, munchies, and kick-ass food. All right, I'm down. I would love to be the taste tester. Yeah, it's going down. That's it's what going I would down. Like to do. We got to do a kit. <laughs> we got to bring a chef on here. We have to. I know so many of them. There, have you ever seen Chop Four Twenty? No. Oh wow. I know a lot of great chefs okay. that work with cannabis, so okay. we got to pull that together. That'd be a great episode. Oh, yeah. I would love snacks on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would love snacks on the show. All right, yo, Lo, reach us out at uh, DCP Entertainment. Look out for uh, us on Spotify and all streaming platforms. It's the Lasagna Ganja Podcast. I'm Mr. X to the Z Exhibit. And I'm Tammy, a.k.a. The Cannabis Cutie. Yes. Tell them where to find us. You can find us at dcpofficial.com, and you can stream us wherever you can find all major podcasts. That's right. Another banging episode. I'll see you guys next time. The Lasagna Gotcha Podcast. Cannabis culture. And that's the way we do it. Check out the Lasagna Ganja podcast wherever podcasts are streamed. And check out our separate feed with video episodes. Available on Spotify and YouTube. For more information, visit dcpofficial.com. Hold up. 